Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen to some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome back to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident master, as always, Ian Cusick. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. How you doing today, Bryce? Uh, I mean, you said welcome back to another episode. I don't think they were here on this particular episode because it's brand new. Well, I think, um, I, you know, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I listen, I know when, when an intro scripted, it's, uh, you know, kind of gets ingrained. You, you know? know, you'd think, you know... This is like episode 140 or something like that. You'd think I'd have it down by this point, but... No reason to have it down. You know, I mean, whatever. No big deal. You know Just what's going there. Yeah, no, no, uh, no professionalism here. Just vibes. Just vibes. That's it. Literally, that, that's all our show is. It's just vibes. You don't come here for good sports takes. You come here for the vibes. Well, I mean, to be fair, um, and I know old old takes exposed. No, no, to be fair is allowed. But to be fair, um, you probably you know could find worse. Uh yeah, you can definitely find worse. You know, I mean, like, or maybe like you know a three star. There's there's definitely some one and two stars out there. There's some five stars out there, but you know you, you can someone's got to fill. Worse. Someone's got to fill out the middle. You know, law of averages means that for every good one, there's also going to be some bad ones, and then there's going to be some stuff mixed in there too. Or that third batch that's like mixed it's, in there. It's going to be okay. Just like uh, some NFL teams, they're just okay, and we're going to talk about their draft needs. And just like that transition, because that you know, wasn't the best, but I. I, I worked with what I was given. Fair enough. I, I can't really disagree with that. Sometimes you really got to stretch out, you know, like first baseman. I mean, I guess. You know what I'm talking about. You know you know the vibes. I, I do know league, the vibes, yeah. Little League First Baseman Association. Yes, yes. Uh, as the vice president of the... Uh, Former Little League standout association. Um, I, I do and get first that. base specific. At first base and pitcher, I, I did get inducted into the pitchers uh, society. Believe it or not. Um, very nice. Throwing, throwing two no hitters does that, but we're not I only have to, two not... appearances on the mound. One of them was a three pitch inning. Though. I do. You you have mentioned the three pitch inning before. It's it's, it's impressive. It's honestly impressive because a little league defense making three plays in a row is not like common. Uh, as someone who not only played little league from like the age of six until age thirteen, but then from fourteen to twenty umpired little league, I can tell you right now that your average little leaguer is not making three consecutive outs. Your your average little league team is not making three routine plays in a row. So it the just, fact that it happened is kind of a miracle. It doesn't have there's a reason why the three pitch inning is so rare in baseball. Well, it, it's there's a different reason for its rarity, it's, you know. 
at different levels. At the MLB, it's because they're going to take. Uh, they will not let you get a three pitch inning. There's they will take any pitch you throw if you're on the track for three pitch inning. Um, and little league, it's because they can't field. Um, Mostly because kids suck at sports. That is true. I feel like that's not talked about enough. Much uh, kids are terrible at sports. It's funny though. Oh, it's hilarious to watch. Like you ever you ever let out a laugh behind home plate? Oh, dude, you got no idea. You can't do like you have to kind of hide it. It, it. Good thing I'm wearing the mask, so like I can kind of hide it a little bit. You can't make any audible laughs. I have, you know, snorted a couple times at some funny stuff that's happened. <laughs> it's just like a horribly pitched ball, and you just hear. <clears throat> Kid completely misjudged a line drive and got hit right in the gut. It was a that's soft funny. hit line drive, so it wasn't like, you know, kid wasn't hurt or anything like that. But he just completely misjudged it, hit him right in the gut, and knocked the wind out of him. And like, it it was objectively hilarious. That is, it's. I, w- I would wait until after the moment ends, but yeah. Well, yeah, obviously I made sure he was okay, but like once I saw that, like, yeah, he just had the, the wind knocked out of him. You know, he's not going to the hospital or anything. I was like, damn. God, that was funny. That was really funny. But uh, yeah, no. So now that we've learned why I'm not a uh, little league umpire anymore. <laughs> yeah, fired. No. Robot umps on God. Yeah, no, for real. You're talking about the NFL draft. That's crazy, huh? Yeah, no, we were actually talking about that for a moment before we talked about Little League. But NFL draft starts in two weeks. We're going to have our mock draft done for next episode. But we're going to talk about some draft needs today because, yeah, we are very strapped for content. So Not a lot goes on in the spring. Yeah, so uh, where should we start? Do you want to do alphabetical order? Or? The site I've got for like you know what teams are looking at right now, it does go alphabetically, so we can totally start with that. Go for it. So it's going by team name first. So it's going to start with the 49ers because it's a no, number, they, have to, yeah. they have to be special and have a number for a name. But um. Their big need, if they are trying to deal Jimmy G, it's getting a, a long-term quarterback for the future. Um. Well, that is the thing. If they do deal Jimmy G, yes. But if they don't, um, I don't know. I mean, they kind of they don't have a lot of holes. Realistically, they are a pretty complete team. Um. They have like a top two tight end, a really solid receiving core, solid offensive line, nice um, revolving door at running back. Defense is phenomenal. Um, maybe a corner. I mean, they could always use a corner. So if they if they decide to stick with Jimmy G, I think corner is their biggest need. Um, you see, here's the thing, though. I, I don't see them trading up to three and not taking Yes, no, yes. That's what I'm, yeah, we've said that. And I think they are going to take a quarterback. So um, what I think is going to happen is are they going to keep Jimmy G and they're going to develop the starter for the year? Or they have to trade Jimmy G for pennies on the dollar? 
they're going to, I think if they go QB at three, which I think they will, they're going to trade Jimmy G. They're not going to like Jimmy G's not a quarterback. You want to develop somebody behind because one, he's not that good. And two, his ego is big and that's a recipe for disaster. So I think you just got to get him out of there. Fair enough. All right. The Chicago bears um, team. They, they need a lot, man. Um, I think they lost Allen Robinson, if I'm not mistaken. Um, or did they? Did he stay? I think they franchise tagged him. I can't remember. They might have. Um, obviously, their QB situation going into this season is um, it's interesting. Uh, it's really interesting. It looks like Nick Foles is going to be their starter. Um, I think their biggest need is QB. Because I think their defense is good. Their offense is all right. Uh, I think QB is their biggest need. But unfortunately, they made the playoffs last year. So they'll probably be waiting for a little while longer before they get a QB. Yeah. Especially because they're going to be, if they take a QB, it's going to be someone outside of the top five. Um, Allen Robinson did get franchise tagged this year. So you do have one year of him. Uh, why he signed the tender, I have no clue. But, um, yeah, I think it it might not be the worst idea for the Bears to try and trade up for a QB. The Cincinnati Bengals, these guys are in a unique position here because they really need pass-catching weapons and people to protect Joe Burrow. Um, and they're in a very unique spot here. We're at pick five. <laughs> I honestly, if I'm going to list the Bengals' need, it's not a position, it's a player, and it's Sewell. Um, you see, you would think that, and I agree that Sewell should be the pick at five. But it's like there's a not insignificant amount of people saying that they should take Jamar Chase or Devonta well, Smith. Okay, Waddle. yes. Yeah, they want to do a luxury pick, and I understand that. You want to get your QB uh, some it's, some It's weapons. not even like it's a luxury pick, though. It's just like... It is, well, it is a luxury pick because they don't really need a wide receiver. Like, they are honestly fine. That core is all right. Um... Boyd is good. Um, T. Higgins looked really nice when Burrow was playing. Well, I think he is a product of Burrow, but like if Burrow's healthy, then that's totally fine. They're gonna get away with that. Um, like they're I don't fine. Just, they don't. They should not spend the fifth overall pick on a wideout. That would be a huge mistake. I they agree. need Sewell. I do agree. They do need Sewell, and they'd be stupid not to take him at five. But I'm kind of seeing the logic with taking Jamar Chase there because this is a pretty deep tackle class. Mm, I Although mean, I don't, I don't agree with taking someone other than Swell at five. If you're gonna take Jamar Chase and then use your second round pick on one of the tackles, that's surely gonna slip to thirty five. I mean, it's 30, risky. Uh, they could pull it off. It's risky, but they could pull it off. The thing is, I think you can get. I would much rather spend five on a really good left tackle than a really good wide receiver. Because honestly, you could find a really good wide receiver in the second round. This is, I think no, this is a deeper wide receiver class than tackle class. This wide receiver class is stocked, like ridiculously so. We yeah. thought last year's was stocked. I think this one's deeper, if we're being completely honest. Um, and we saw it last year when the Bengals, they went with T. Higgins. Um, in the second round with their first pick in the second round. Um, 
and he turned out fine. I mean, he wasn't as good as like Justin Jefferson or, right, you know, but, you any know, Justin Jefferson was already taken. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't need to find talent like that at every single position. Like, I would just, I, I think it'd just be much smarter for them to take so well, protect their investment in Joe Burrow, and live to find another wideout if you really feel the need. Because it's not like they're they're not starving for whiteouts. They're really not. They got good talent. I don't know. Honestly, I don't really see. Tyler Boyd is a solid wide receiver. I don't really see him as a number one option, though. I see him as a very good number two. As a number Um, one option, he's not bad. But I think his role would work a lot better as the number two guy. uh, Yeah, maybe. But I'm saying most of the best wide receivers in NFL history, they don't have rings. You're not wrong. You don't don't need the best wide out in the league or draft to win a ring. You really don't. Uh, And I know, I mean, in this new offense, you know, in this offense-heavy league, it helps to have, you know, elite talent like that. But end of the day... You don't need it. You need you need solid guys to get the job done. You don't need superstars at wideout to win championships. Fair enough. Um, next up, we got the Buffalo Bills. Honestly, uh, they can do whatever they want. Uh, truthfully, you can really, just take best best available at your pick. If they want to, yeah, if they want to go best available, that's totally good. Right, so I don't think they have their first this year. I think they gave up their first in the Diggs trade. They, I believe they did. Yeah, so. But totally worth. Absolutely worth it. Um, um they'll do whatever they want. I don't. I, yeah, honest, honestly, best available at your pick. No one's gonna fault you. Um, the Denver Broncos. Couple directions well, they can take. Um, I think their biggest need is QB. Um, I don't remember where they're picking. They're pick nine. I it's potentially possible to see a QB go at nine for them. I mean, they need it. Um, Drew Locke is not the answer. I know he's cool and he he knows rap songs. Yeah, he yeah. rapped along to that Jeezy song one time. But so. he's not good, so they're gonna need someone else to play QB. I I do think they should go QB at nine. I've seen it's, a lot of drafts possible. having them go with someone like Micah Parsons or JC Horn, which again, defensively, they aren't what they were. Yeah, so. I mean, but there's only so many times you can spend a first on defense. I feel like they do it every single year. Um, I know that's not true in like the most recent years. Uh, I they think they they drafted Judy. Yeah, so. they drafted Judy last year. Yeah, and Judy has a lot of potential. Judy can be phenomenal, but if you got to get him a guy that can get him the ball, um, honestly, their offense does have some sneaky weapons. Like Fan has really good potential. I think Fan could be one of those top tight ends, um, and Judy could be a top receiver, but. They need a QB. I, I, if Denver gets a franchise QB, they're definitely taking a huge step in the right direction. They got good weapons. Yeah, no, you're right. QB really brings that offense nicely together. So I think they should go QB at nine. 
I mean, I don't know if they should go QB and nine because their options are going to be pretty limited unless field slips all the way down there, um, which is possible. I don't think it should happen, but it's not impossible. But I think QB is their biggest need. I don't know if it'll be addressed this draft, though. That might be a, a draft or two down the road. Yeah, maybe. I guess we'll have to see. The Cleveland Browns, again, this is a team that kind of has everything all figured out. It's not like... Um, I don't see any glaring needs on the Browns right now. They could use some pass rush help, I guess. They could use... Yeah, they need somebody on defense. That's an it factor, I think. Um, They just just need someone to lead that defense. Uh, Maybe maybe a linebacker or a DB. I don't know. I'm, I'm just thinking edge that... A big part of why they didn't beat the Chiefs last year is because they couldn't get pressure on Mahomes, even with that injured offensive line. And I think that's a big glaring weakness. It's not even a glaring weakness, but it's like, I think that's probably their biggest weakness right now is that they really cannot generate pressure that well. Miles Garrett's doing an all right job, but if he's the only guy on your defense that's generating pressure, you're not really generating any pressure at all. Yeah, I mean, I just don't see them being... There's just, to me, in my mind, there's nothing the Browns can do, at least in the draft, that will elevate them past, like, the Bills or the Chiefs. Like, I just don't think they're in that position. They're a solid team. Uh, We'll probably see them in the playoffs again, but I just don't see them reaching that level. All right, moving on to Tampa Bay again. Another team that doesn't really have any glaring weaknesses right now, it's more just like what part of the team could they really improve? Uh, honestly, I mean, the team's fucking great. And they didn't lose anybody. Yeah, um, they, they have everybody back from their Super Bowl run that like was really important to bring back. Um, They're set. I mean, they can do whatever they want. I'm thinking it doesn't hurt to take an edge guy here. Um... You know, this is another team that kind of, they kind of have the luxury that they could take a running back here, and it wouldn't be a bad idea. I would do it at the first, but they could. I, I guess it depends on who's available there. I mean, that revolving door of Jones and Fournette really worked. I mean, Jones was honestly phenomenal last Jones year. Jones was phenomenal, but I'm I'm just thinking like, I don't know where Etn's going to go, but if he slips to thirty two, do you take yeah? I mean. I mean, you could, but I don't think it's worth it for them. They're set. They don't need a running back. Like, that revolving door was fine, and they're going to probably go back to it. I see no reason to draft ETN for the Bucks. I, I mean, I don't, honestly, looking at every team in the NFL, I don't think it'd be smart for any of them to take ETN the first round. Someone might, but I don't think um, he's going to really change the game for somebody. Because ETN's a luxury pick, end of the day, and no matter who takes him, like that's just not um not a player that a struggling team should take, and most good teams probably don't need him. Um the Ravens, they took Dobbins last year. They're definitely satisfied with him. Uh Chiefs have Clyde Edwards Hilaire, they're definitely satisfied with him. Um I don't really know where ETN would fit. Truth be told. Um, I'm just thinking, like, because 
you'd think with his talent he'd be a first-round draft pick, but no one really needs a running back that's going to be picking at a point where it would be appropriate to take him. Um, maybe like Miami like, or something? I mean, like maybe. I, he would, he'd be nice with the Niners, but the Niners are picking third, and if they take fucking Travis Etienne at three, that nah, would be... That, nah, throw, throw the that entire would, franchise in the garbage if they take Etienne. Yeah, that's, that would if be If they traded up for Etienne, mind you. If they traded one up for Etienne, they didn't just trade up. That'd be for the third overall pick in the draft. Like, that's insane. Who's next? Next up, we are looking at the Arizona Cardinals. And right now, I'm thinking DB. Yeah, they could use a DB. Honestly, now that you mention it, the Cardinals maybe could find use for ETN. I mean, their running back situation is kind of... Eh, but I wouldn't recommend... Because the Cardinals, they could use ETN, but they're not in a position to take a running back in the first round. That just They, got, just, they have bigger needs, like offensive line. Their offensive line is not good. Their offensive line definitely needs help. Um, DB and offensive line are the two biggest needs. I wouldn't be uh, upset if they went at either one. All right, looking at the Los Angeles Chargers. Right now, I'm thinking either tackle or uh, maybe wide receiver, honestly. No, I think they should protect I think their biggest need, No, definitely their biggest need is going to be tackle right now. But I think pass catchers looking a little uh, little weak right now. Yes, I mean, they lose Hunter Henry. Um, but they still have Keenan Allen, what's left of them, and Mike Williams, who's all right. Um, as I think Herbert is... I mean, he's kind of the truth, man. Like, you get him a good line and some weapons, he's going to get you places. So, I think you start with a line. You work at weapons later. Yeah. All right, looking at the Kansas City Chiefs, we saw what happened in the Super Bowl. They need tackles that can stay. I mean, they they went at the tackle need in free agency. So, I mean, I don't really know what else. You still need uh, two tackles. They got one. You do. And they grab Joe Tooney, which, you know, he can play tackle, but he's way better. As yeah, yeah, you should just leave him at guard. Um, so I'm thinking, because they picked up, um, what's his name, the tackle? I forget. He was good, though. He's good. They signed... Uh, was it Mike Remmers? Mm, I don't remember. All I know is the Chiefs, they should go line, but we'll see. I mean, they have obviously one of the last picks of the first round, so I don't know what's going to be there in terms of offensive line. But I, I just I have to think that a tackle will be there at 31. It's, it's more about is there a tackle worth taking at 31? That's really the question. I think there probably will be, but we'll see what they do. All right, the Indianapolis Colts. Again, this is another team that, like, they do have some needs, but there's nothing, like, particularly glaring, per se. 
looks like. Well, I think, honestly, I think it comes down to two things. I think their biggest need is either QB or wideout. Um, because their QB next season is probably going to be Carson Wentz, and that is not the answer. Um, so I think they are going to need a QB. However, if they went wide receiver, I wouldn't blame them. Truth you know, I, I'm, I'm going to agree with that. I think wide receiver is not the worst way they could go with that. Because maybe all Carson Wentz needed was a change of scenery. Maybe that's their thought process. It's more they're picking late, and there's no one worth taking in the first round, so they may as well ride out Wentz. Um, but I think a wide receiver would be nice. I think you know they could get some first round talent at wide out, and Carson Wentz will be okay. All right, the Dallas Cowboys. Again, you know, when everyone's healthy, this team doesn't have too many glaring needs. That's a um, lie. That is a lie. Uh, they need a whole defense. They need to revamp that entire defense. I yeah, Honestly, if most of their picks are not going towards defense, this draft was a failure. Uh, they need a defense. That offense is very well stacked. They're definitely good enough. They need defense. Well, no I was question going to say... It cornerback probably should be a great need right now because you saw how badly this team got burnt when their entire DB core was just banged up real bad. So I think cornerback would be the way to go. And they're picking what pick? Mm, it's in the teens, I think. I really should have the draft order up. Um, the Cowboys are pick. They're pick ten in the first round. Oh, they're earlier than I thought. Okay, well. So I'm thinking like you got like J.C. Horn there. You got a uh, guy. There's a there's another corner that's gonna be pretty early. That I think that'd be really good for Dallas. Um. But like you said, defense should be their top priority here because really that's just their big needs. Like, you know, you get a get a CB, get a cornerback, get some linebackers, get a tackle. It's really <sighs> I don't know. That's No just good yeah. defense, I guess. Yeah, they, they can't miss on defense. They need someone at every level, so they need to go defense. All right, the Miami Dolphins. Again, this is this team really. They can have some fun with this draft. See, that's the thing. I think the Dolphins can afford luxury picks. Like they could go wide out if they really wanted, or they can go running back if they really wanted. Uh, their defense. I think they should go defense, but I wouldn't blame them if they take like, you know, like Jamar or Devontae or Waddle. Like I, I don't blame them for that. Honestly, if you think about it, I think the Dolphins have two. So Miami has pick six and pick 18. Pick six, you could go Jamar Chase, and pick 18, you could reach on ETN, but... Oh, no, I wouldn't bother. I would go probably best defensive player available at 18. I don't know. That defense, I don't know if they necessarily need that. 
you could always use it. You know, you can never have too good of a defense. True, but I mean, like, you could make that offense absolutely filthy. Well, it also all relies on Tua. They're really banking on Tua making this huge leap. Um, I mean, if you get him Jamar Chase, or maybe because it's Tua, they go Devontae, because obviously they have experience in chemistry, or even Waddle. Um, although I don't think Waddle deserves to go over Chase or Smith. But if they wanted to go with Devontae or Chase, I would not blame them for it. I really wouldn't. Yeah, no, I'm convinced they're going wide receiver at six. They should. They, I honestly, like, I'm not a big advocate of that normally, but I think they honestly should. It, it just makes too much sense. Personally, I would go Smith for them. I think he would fit with Tua because they played together. That's honestly, not a bad idea. Plus, you got Will uh, Fuller. So you can't yeah. necessarily the Jamar Chase brings. So I could totally see him going Devonta here. I don't blame anybody for putting Smith over Chase. I mean, after pro days and shit, no one does anymore. But, I mean, Devontae Smith just won a fucking Heisman, so can't forget about that. All right, next up, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Offense. (laughs) Honestly, I'll even say offense or defense at this point. They Honestly, the thing is, uh, they need a lot. I mean, their defense is weak. Their offense is also pretty weak. I see a lot of mocks putting pits. I don't know if they're in a position to take a tight it's, end that early. It's risky. I mean, Pitts is definitely the best tight end in the class, but like, they don't even really need oh, a tight you know end. That's right. They moved back because they originally had pick six, and then they moved back to 12 from Miami. I think Pitts is – I just don't think Pitts is worth it at 12 for Philly. Like maybe for another team, but not Philly. Um, I, Tight end at pick twelve is like that's a luxury pick, right? It's a risky. You're dra- if you if you spend twelve on a tight end, you're banking on them becoming Kelsey or you know, just a great tight end. Um, we saw the Lions do this a few years ago with Hawkinson, and it didn't. Work and it was out. a huge mistake. Hawkinson's, Hawkinson's probably a fine tight mid. end. He's mid as fuck. They shouldn't use a top ten pick on him though. Especially a team that had such big needs on defense. Because Hawkinson, that was what, 2018? Yeah. So, 2018 NFL draft. We're just going to take a look at that real quick. And you know what's the worst part is Fan was, you know, his teammate and in that draft as well. And he probably well, honestly. No one was arguing. Better. No one was arguing that Fan was better at the time. Hawkinson at the time, was, yeah. At the time, Hawkinson so, was the premier okay. tight end. Hawkinson was pick eight. And the the two picks after that were Ed Oliver and Devin Bush, both very are, solid players. Who are defense. very impactful players, yeah. And the Lions could be like, using either, either of those right now. You could have taken Christian Wilkins. You could have taken Brian Burns. You could have even taken Dexter Lawrence. It's not a bad <laughs> pick. But those guys all went, you know, relatively after Hawkinson. Hey, it's funny that, you know, the Giants were the big clowns of that night, even though Dexter Lawrence, even though everyone said we reached, ended up being a pretty fucking good pick. Um, it was definitely your best first-round pick that night. It was. It was. One of them's in jail, and one of them's on his last year in the league if he plays bad. Actually, Devon, Baker's not in jail, I don't think. But I don't think he's on a team. Um, 
I don't actually know. I mean, he had that armed robbery case. What did, uh, I, I never understood why someone who got drafted in the first round would be inclined to commit armed robbery. That doesn't equate, but it's in the past. Yeah, uh, his charges were dropped, so not in jail. I don't believe he got cut. He's just not good. He is he is not good. That is true. That is a big part of why he's on the team. He's uh he is not good. All right, so I think the next team up is the Atlanta Falcons. Um QB. QB doesn't hurt. If you if you think you can get another year out of Matt Ryan, I still think they should take a QB at four. Just they should yeah, they should still develop someone behind him. I think this is a draft to do it. I think Zach Wilson. I mean, he probably won't go to. He probably won't slip the four. No, Zach Wilson's um, not slipping four. But I'm thinking, like, you know, because I think at four, Trey Lance or Mac Jones is going to be available. If not Justin, I'm there. There's possible. Yeah, there's a possibility. Fucking Fields is there at four. I would definitely jump on that. If one of those is there, you got Matt Ryan locked up for two more years. But. I could definitely see Matt Ryan being a cap casualty next season. I mean, his cap hit for the 2022-2023 season is $43 million. And that's crazy. For a QB that's 38 and, like... On his way out. Yeah. Um, which is, that is insane. Uh, that's a huge figure. And I think no matter who they go, I, who is available at four for QB, I think they should take one. I don't think it's a risk. I mean, it is. Obviously, you're using a top-five pick on a guy that won't see the field for potentially two years, but, like, I think it's fine. Like, I really think it's okay to do that if they feel like that's what they want to do. Yeah. And, I mean, like, even if they don't want to take a QB at four in this draft, your defense is atrocious. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to not draft a defender there, too. Uh, they do need one. Because they, honestly, at any position, most of these guys are bad. They went cornerback a few years ago, or was that last year? I don't think it was last year. They they went with the club 16, I think it was. Farrell? Oh, yeah, AJ Terrell. He was, it was last year. Terrell, Terrell. That's right, it was. I don't know how well that worked out, but I he mean, he had a decent first season. Yeah, he, he did pick a ball well, off, and he did force a few fumbles, which was really good for them. That's good. So, I, mean, I think for a rookie corner, it's pretty solid, especially because yeah. he was dealing with COVID to start the season. So, oh, uh, I forgot. So uh, I, I think. Uh, that that's all right, but um, moving on, we're looking at your New York Football Giants. Oh, uh, our, uh, our biggest our biggest need is owner, owner, general manager, um, front office, just a general overall front office, just essentially franchise. Yeah, we need a football team. Well, they got one in Washington. 
I don't think it's for sale, though. It should be, if we're being completely honest. Uh, Dan Snyder should maybe be in prison. I don't want to go that far necessarily, but there are some things he's done that are very shady. I uh, think the New York football giants, um, they, I, I think they need just death. I don't know if they need a specific position very heavily. I, you can always improve a line. You can always improve a, a core of some position. Uh, but I'm not... I, I, like, if we're going to go specific need, I think it's QB. Like, I just am not trusting Daniel Jones. Like, this is truthfully Daniel Jones's last opportunity uh, to show the Giants that he's a worthy starter. Yeah, and I think that's why they aren't going to take it. They aren't going to even go QB this year. Just cause, like, I wouldn't even consider it. I wouldn't do it because we have to, we, we could use that pick very productively somewhere else. Um, so I don't think we should go QB. I'm totally fine with not going QB. I think we should just improve a defensive position, whether it's our D line whether it's linebacker, although honestly our linebackers are pretty good. If we want to get another corner, that'd be great. Because honestly, I mean, we only have Bradbury. Um, if we want to get a new safety to play alongside Peppers, that's great. I am not really concerned. I think they'll just draft whoever they feel is necessary at their pick. I'm not too concerned. Yeah, that's fair. Because it's it's just not appropriate at this moment to go QB. I mean, next draft it might be, but we'll have to see. All right, the Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback. Well, they're dra- yeah, it's QB, they got, and they're, they're going to take Lawrence. Lawrence. So yeah, we don't have to go too heavily into that one. New York Jets. Really QB, easy, but... and yeah, they they need every position, honestly. But they're gonna go QB. Uh, the Detroit Lions, everything. They need a reputation at this point. <laughs> Jesus, they need a team identity more than anything. I don't know. I think right now, I think pass catcher is gonna be the way to go. Really? I mean, they have so many other needs. Because, like, they they put a Band-Aid on a fucking bullet hole with Jared Goff. Um, they don't have any wideouts. Their best wideout is Danny Amendola. And, you know, uh, if it's just, like, 2014, 2015, it's like, okay, Dola's a good number two option, but you still need that number one guy. Yeah, Dola's a good number two with Tom Brady, not Jared Goff. <laughs> Maybe in like 2018. But this ain't the 2010s no more. We're in 2021. Jared Goff is not the answer. So they they honestly, they need to just revamp the entire franchise. They're going to be in rebuild mode until like the twenty, the late 2020s going into 2030s. Like this team's going to be bad for a long time. All right. The Green Bay Packers. Um, the biggest need is a grip. They need to get a fucking, uh, they find, they need to just buckle down and get another weapon. I think like they just need to stop, stop towing around and get an actual number two because 
Aaron Rodgers pretending that Marquez Valdez Scantling is a number two wide receiver. I mean, it's cute, but like, it's not going to win a ring. And I know I said, you know, superstar wideouts don't win you rings. Then none of them really have rings. With Aaron fucking Rodgers, they're going to win a ring. Just get him one. Just get him something. Like, I can't believe... You don't even need to get one of these big flashy names in the first round. Just get somebody good. Get someone capable of playing the position of wide receiver. Like, I can't believe, like, if I was running the Packers, I would have been fucking screaming, clawing, and punching for Kenny Galladay. I would have been sending hitmen to Chicago to get Allen Robinson on my team. Like, I cannot believe they didn't add someone like and I mean, if the if you really want to like you know duck that need, I mean Aaron Rodgers, yes, he just won MVP, so maybe they'll use that argument. Fine, then go get a good defensive player. Go get somebody that's going to change the game on defense. Then, and they they've gone out and done it. They got Amos, who I mean, not the biggest impact player, but he's good, good safety. Um, the Smith brothers, they do well. But they just need they need an X factor on defense. They need someone on the other side of the ball, and they need a solid number two receiver. If they get honestly either of those two things, they probably win a Super Bowl. If they get both, they're definitely winning a Super Bowl. I mean, how hard is it gonna be to get him a wide receiver, man? It can't be that hard. He won an MVP, and he was throwing the ball to fucking like Darius St. Brown. Like, who, who is that? That may as well be me. And God forbid he ever had a fucking tight end. I mean, Jesus Christ, right? You know what? Tanyan's all right. Tanyan's okay. Tanyan's a fine tight end. Tanyan's all right. But, like, they've, they've tried to pair him with fucking Jimmy Graham. And Jimmy... God God bless America. We all remember how that one went. Not great. And as soon as Jimmy Graham left New Orleans, he lost all his superpowers. Jimmy Graham was like the second best tight end in the league for a really, really long was. time. Him and Gronk were one and two. How times have changed. All right. Carolina Panthers. <sighs> Defense. Well, actually, no. I, I don't know. The defense, they see. It's not great yet, but I don't know if that's necessarily their biggest need right now. I mean, they need a new wideout. Curtis Samuel left. Um, and honestly, I'm only I'm going to give it one season for Darnold. If he plays like shit, QB is going to be a good need, a big need for them as well. I wouldn't completely count them out of the QB market. At least I mean, in this draft, I would, but in the future, definitely. Because Darnold might not be the answer for them. All right. The New England Patriots. Um, I mean... Biggest need? Diversity training. Um, okay. No, they, um... QB is a need. I'm not going to count Cam Newton. Last season was atrocious. I'm not going to forget that immediately. If Cam Newton plays good this year, we'll see. They, I, they do need a QB of the future either way. Um, and it's not Mac Jones. I pray to God y'all draft Mac Jones. 
I'm I'm out here on my knees begging you draft him because I need to see that. Um, what if it? What if it's a monkey's paw? And he turns out to be really good. That'd be pain. That would be pain and suffering. He won't though. I have I'm no faith in Mac Jones. I have absolutely zero faith in Mac Jones, dude. Whatever. And I'm, not, I'm not going to be upset if they take Mac Jones at 15. Because that would be 15, the best. I would likely be the best quarterback available at 15. At least at 15, it wouldn't be the worst reach in the world. At least you're not drafting him like three or something. Which, speaking of pick three, could happen. say the 49ers are really liking Mac Jones. I listen. I kind of pray for their downfall too, so I hope they do. I mean, if the if the Patriots wind up with Trey Lance or something, I'm not going to complain. Uh, Trey, it's, a, it's a boomer bump. It, higher ceiling, lower floor. Mac it Jones, is. I think, is it's a safer pick. You know, I don't think he's got the. Well, he's he's going to be mid at best. That's the thing. He has a low ceiling, high floor. Which, which makes it a very safe pick. Trey Lance could be the next Mahomes. Or he could be, be the next, the next Marcus Russell. Like, yeah, he, he's got a lot of risk. Um, honestly, if we take one of the top five QBs at 15 or move up, I'm fine with that. If we take Micah Parsons at 15, would love it. I don't think he's going to flip to 15, though. And if we take one of the top three wide receivers somehow at, at 15... It's possible. It'd I'm be Waddle. No because I'll take Waddle. I'll Waddle's take all right. You don't have a QB to throw to him, but you might eventually get one. I'll, He'd be more of a future pick. I'll take it either way. Well, I think the thing is, we're going to get that obligate, you know, that automatic uh, first round bust that Bill Belichick always loves to do. He loves doing that. He's addicted to it. He loves that shit. I think people are overrating the poor drafting the Patriots just a little bit. I remember Nikhil Harry, bro. Uh, yeah, no, believe me, I remember Nikhil Harry, too. But, uh, I was high on him. Everyone was. He should have been great. If he went to any other team, he would I, be great. I honestly blame Josh McDaniels for Nikhil Harry not developing very well. It, it probably is his fault. I don't think they've been using him right. But it also doesn't help that he can't get separation, but you know what? That is true. That's fine. But he was never a separation receiver. He was a 50-50 ball receiver. And what did McDaniels try to do with him? Tried to get separation. Try, wouldn't throw try, to, make him, try to make him a speed guy for some reason. I don't Which know why he did that. doesn't work. You know, maybe maybe he'll benefit from not trying to be the speed guy this season. I mean, Aguilar is going to be our speed guy. <laughs> Which, good God, that's going to be interesting to see. Oh, welcome to 8-8. Eight and eight. Actually, 9-8. Eight. Eight eight, eight that's, that's above 500. Or not above. You can't go 500 anymore. It's so weird. Can't believe they did that. I can. All that extra. Oh, I, I can. I can. I just. I didn't think they would. But it was crazy. Um. Honestly, you know what? Fuck that. The biggest need for the Patriots is not a player. It's to finally fire Josh McDaniel. <laughs> That's Inshallah, their biggest brother. need. Inshallah. That is their biggest need. Honestly, like we could talk about. Roster personnel, it's really just fire Josh McDaniels. It'd be That's their biggest three need. Years overdue. It would be probably like four or five years overdue. He almost got a head coaching job. Almost. 
Dude. He's almost gotten multiple. He almost went to the Eagles. I would have loved that. Dude, that would have been, like, amazing. God, that would have been the best, dude. He would have lasted one season, though. Ugh. And now Matt Patricia's back, and... (laughs) It's It's like the old gang never left. Yeah, this is that sad old high school reunion. Except now Patricia is supposedly helping Belichick with this draft. Let's fucking go! Oh boy. Let's go! He has no football knowledge. Zero. He has no idea. He has yeah, no clue. We're about doing. to draft a long snapper from a D3 school in the third round, aren't we? Let's fucking go! He might be a white supremacist too. You know, honestly. Not, it's happened. It happened last a, year. Last year we did have the racist kicker. Did he even is he even in the league anymore? No, nah, we cut him. And he didn't get signed by anyone else. At least I don't think he did. Maybe he did get well, picked up by someone else, but he's just not good. Which is a shame because I was really hoping he would be good. Like he looked really good in college. And then you he stumped in the NFL, and then it turned out he was racist. You've drafted the same amount of racists as all rookie team players in the last two years. Have we actually? Yeah, one and one. Because we had Anwenu this draft. Oh, actually, that that'll guy. actually it might be more racist because that punt returner, whatever his name is, old Gunner or something. Well, technically, we didn't draft him. He was an undrafted free agent. Oh, oh okay. But, I guess uh, you draft him. He might be a little. I don't you know, think he is. He, I haven't seen anything about that. He said some questionable things in his day. Like what? Oh, what was it? It had something to do with... Oh, I think he said uh, Florida. It was something about Florida being like a true free state or some shit like that because their COVID restrictions were so loose. All right, that's not racist, though. That's just stupid. It. I mean, let's be honest. Who shares that sentiment? Uh, a lot of stupid people. Mm, I think the words starts with an R. Well, I can't say that word on air because it's highly frowned upon to use the R word. No, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm not gonna call him. I'm not gonna call a guy racist just because he's pro opening up. He probably is. I. There's big, like a ninety-five percent chance. I think that's a little generous. All right, 98. Uh, not, not what I meant, but <laughs> I, th- I think it's a little it's a little bit of a stretch. I'm, I, I, I see I, what you're I, saying. I don't disagree that there are a lot of people that share that sentiment. I think it's one thing if he sees something, if he, you know, if he goes out saying Blue Lives Matter tomorrow. Yeah, that's... Uh, Red flag. I mean, the NFL probably has like hundreds of players that are like that that we don't know about. And most of them are probably offensive linemen. <laughs> or defensive linemen. Most of them are probably linemen. Why linemen? I don't know. It just kind of turns out that way. Don't you remember the old joke that if my if my left tackle doesn't have a barbed wire tattoo, I don't want it? I've never heard that in my life. You've never heard that joke? Oh, it might... God, that was funny. 
Okay, yeah, I found the tweet that you were referring to. It wasn't Florida. It was um, so it was about Greg Abbott saying that he was opening up Texas. 100%. Oh, it was Texas, and uh, mm-hmm. he's he's from Texas, so he was like, "Yeah, Texas." Let's forever. let's let's keep it real. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's be honest. <laughs> we have to. Uh, we're starting a dialogue. Uh, you can start a dialogue. I'm I'm not touching that one with a ten foot pole. Middle of Texas. Anti-COVID, I don't know, man. Oh, man. Stars are lining a little bit. You know, I'm not not touching it with a 10-foot pole, like I said. Who's the next team? Sorry, one sec. Uh, next one is the Las Vegas Raiders. I almost called them the Oakland Raiders, but no, they are, <laughs> in fact, in Las Vegas. They could, I mean, I don't know. They can really do whatever they want. I mean, I don't think they're anywhere near a position of competitiveness. No. So whatever I mean, they do is, they're, you know. They're a bottom two team in their division. They're still kind of questioning if Derek Carr is the answer. It's the team is just like we're not sure if Derek Carr's the guy, but the team isn't exactly built to compete. So we don't really know if Derek Carr can be the guy because he doesn't have a fair shot at competing. I think they they're on the right track. I think they're trending upward, but they they're far away from being a serious team or being a serious contender. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think line definitely going to be important. Um, and then defense in general, I guess. One of those. I feel like I feel like every year they say that the Raiders need to draft, you know, defense. And they draft defense. And they still need to draft defense. They still need to draft defense the next year. It's like, this has been like the last four years in a row. God, Except for that one year they... they took Josh Jacobs for whatever reason. Oh, that was weird. He's good, though. He is good, but, like, was that really the right pick? Probably not. On a team that needs defense, and you take a running back, which is, you know, that's like the ultimate luxury pick. I just, I don't get it. The Los Angeles Rams. I'm thinking left tackle. Or just tackle in general, really. Yeah. You got the pass catchers. You got the you got the offensive weapons. You've got a quarterback who can be serviceable. It, it should be able to get you to the playoffs. Defense, yeah. you're looking really they, good. I think you just bolster up the offensive line, and I think you're a wild card team. They they have that potential, yes. I think they they're a threat to go really far. I think because they just they just work. Man. All right, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, this actually just reminded me how uh, you know, in the past we've had Raza on when we did these. In every team he'd pick, he'd say they need quarterback. Even if like we were talking about the Chiefs, or I guess in this case the Ravens, 
I, I just can't help but thinking that like Raza would absolutely just be saying quarterback just for the hell of it. But, yeah. Um, I think their biggest need, um I'm thinking they, wide receiver. Yeah, I think that too. I just think they need an elite weapon. I think Hollywood, that's Hollywood, you know, can get the job done as like a number two. But realistically this team does not have a number one wide receiver. And your best pass catcher right now is Mark Andrews, who, yeah, top three, top four tight end in the league. But, you know, if it's not prime Gronk or Kelsey, I don't want the tight end being the number one pass-catching option in an offense. Yeah, they they definitely need a top receiver. All right, the New Orleans Saints. Um. Hmm. Um. Cube. Well, not really. I. They can do whatever they want. Truth be told, maybe a new corner. Because Lattimore doesn't look good anymore. I'm thinking. I'm thinking defense in general, but specifically defensive backs. I agree with that. All right, Seattle Seahawks. Line, no matter what. Again, this is another team we feel like we keep on saying, yeah, this team needs to draft line. I, yeah, I swear to God. Line. And they still need the draft and line. Russell Wilson still, you know, gets... <laughs> he's still one of the most sacked, the yeah. He's one of the most sacked QBs in the That's league. Yes, been... How is one of the most mobile QBs in the league one of the most sacked QBs in the league, too. Because the line is just yeah, no, that I, bad. I get that, but it just it doesn't make sense. It shouldn't be like that. Like You don't need a premier offensive line for Russell Wilson to succeed. You just need something resembling an offensive line. And they just haven't gotten that. Yeah, definitely. All right, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, QB, honestly. I think QB is the biggest need. I mean, Big Ben does not have it anymore. Clearly, he hasn't had it in the last four years. I don't want to hear anything about him throwing 500 yards in the wild card game. It was all garbage time against third string defensive backs. Who cares? He stinks. He has no pocket mobility. The arm strength, almost gone. It's not maybe, there anymore. Maybe one more year before it's totally gone. I think the Steelers, they have to take a QB in this draft. I think they're kind of forced to. I mean, they've tried in the past with, you know, Rudolph and other people, but not the answer. They need someone new. All right. The Houston Texans. This is a fun one because um, well, they this is this is entire organization. Yeah, they just need to be upended top to bottom. as an organization. Nothing else I can really say. They need everything. And uh, I like how in this, like what I'm looking at for reference right now, it says like things that they don't need. 
Uh, they still have quarterback because they don't need. That could be very different. We'll see. Any, any day we'll... now, that could change. Yeah, it should, but... You'd think so, but... Dude. All right, the Tennessee Titans. Maybe wide out. Maybe new QB if they really want. I mean, they're in a position to make a luxury pick if they truly want to. Yeah, I guess they're kind of in a weird spot where, like... They could use a weapon. I mean, they lost Corey Davis. Yeah. And their tight end, so... Yeah, it's kind of a unique situation for them where, like, they can be competitive with the team they have now, but they could be so much better in just about every facet where, like, you could take just about anybody that's a reasonable pick there, and it'll be a good pick. So I'm thinking mm. Titans just go best available with your pick. Yeah, why Unless not? it's a running back, because... Well, I don't think a running back is going to be best available at any point in the draft, truthfully. Probably not. All right, the Minnesota Vikings. Um, defense, I think, is the way they should go. Defense in line, which for like the fourth time, I feel like they're always drafting defense in line. And they and somehow always need it. They somehow always fucking need it. I don't get yeah. it. But, um, yeah, yeah, honestly, I mean, yeah, probably offensive line, I'd say. The defense is bad, but that offensive line is just miserable. Yeah. And the Washington football team. Again, kind of like the Titans light here in that, like, this team is no, technically I... passable. I don't think they have any huge... They're passable, as a, they're passable as a division winner in a horrible division. Which, that's all you need sometimes. No. They need more than that. They need a no, QB. No, well, I'm saying this team This team isn't contending for a title right now. They could be. Truth, truth be told, good QB puts them in that position. Maybe. Maybe not a QB not sure. draft, but like a QB, like, you I know, think, you, you know, get something QB, in free agency. A QB to develop right now under Fitzmagic? Not bad. Not the worst option. The only thing is, unless you trade up, you're probably going to be getting Mac Jones or... Or Trey Lance. I don't... Maybe Trey Lance, but all honesty, I don't see Trey Lance slipping. Not that far. No. Unless they trade up. If they trade up and they take, you know... They're not going to take one of the top three, obviously, but, you know, if they get Trey Lance or Mac Jones or... Hell, I've seen that guy from Texas A&M getting thrown around a lot. Is like... Oh, not Kellen Mond. I've seen Kellen Mond get no, around. no, you. That's not a first round pick, but I mean. Oh God. No, Kellen if you take if you take Mond. Kellen Mond at eighteen, that's just not. If he goes on the first round, I'm gonna scream. I just, I just don't. Maybe a second rounder. I, I don't know. It's. I saw I've seen a few mock drafts where Callan Mond goes thirty two to the Buccaneers and it's like Okay, that is that the best QB available? Maybe. And you know, if you wanna get your next QB of the future 
I guess now is as good a time as any. Just yeah. For sure. I don't know. Definitely not a pick 18 or 20. It's just... I just don't know. Is that everyone? That would be the entire NFL. And it took us a bit more than an hour, wow. so we could probably wrap this up since we really don't have anything else to talk about. Yeah. So uh, that is going to do it for episode... Something. Something. This it's is, a number. This, this is an episode that is, in fact, a number. 139? Uh, I thought last week was 139, but I'm just not sure. It's 140? It is 140. This is episode 140. What the fuck? All right. Yeah. So thank you for listening to episode 140 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Ian M. Cusick. That is spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's Beerizz, I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.